0: same time it taught me that you know what like you need to be grateful for like every single thing and then even if like life throws insane curveballs at you it's it's up to you whether like you're gonna accept it and you're gonna like learn from it or whether you're gonna wallow it from like wallow in it.
1: Hello everyone this is Samir Boyan and welcome to React podcast designed to help you connect with and learn from students and their journey in figuring out what they want to look forward to in life. In this episode, I would like you all to welcome today's guest, Disha Kanekar. Disha is an Edison High School Class 2019 graduate, a University of Waterloo student, a major high school icon in student government, and a soccer player and an emerging business leader. I've known Disha since freshman year, but we really expanded our friendship through junior and senior year of high school through DECA. Disha, tell us about yourself.
0: Hi, um, first of all, thanks for having me on here. I really appreciate it. Um, I am studying global business and digital arts at the University of Waterloo, which is basically a design program mixed in with the business. And um, I'm from New Jersey, but I live in Canada now and I've been in Canada for over a year and it's been pretty fun here. And yeah, that's really all there is to me.
1: That's great, that's great. All right, so we're gonna kick it off with a round of Speedy Query. Uh, like I said, you're gonna have to answer questions really fast and you know, it's just to break the ice and have a little fun. Are you ready?
0: No, but yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> great. What is it about you that people find admirable?
0: Oh gosh. Um, I guess my authenticity, like I'm never afraid to be myself. And sometimes that puts me in a really compromising position because I should really filter and, you know, tone it down. But that's just something I will never be able to compromise. And I really, I guess people like the fact that I stay true to myself.
1: Great, great. An adjective that describes you well.
0: (laughs) Um, small. (laughs)
1: An idea that changed your life. Mm,
0: The whole concept of, um, it's called Ikigai. It's a Japanese concept of, you know, like your life's being and like a purpose. And that's something I've been trying to chase ever since I found out about it.
1: Wow, super deep. That's great. (laughs) The easiest way to get you mad.
0: Oh, call me short yeah i'll get so bad
1: <laughs> one teacher from high school you look up to
0: oh um well mr ross he's not exactly a teacher but i guess everyone who went to edison high looks up to him
1: right for sure for sure uh your de- uh, dream company to work with
0: oh spotify
1: oh nice that's super cool <laughs> If you were going camping for a weekend, which three people would you take with you? They could be celebrities, family, friends, whoever.
0: Easy, Harry Styles and my best friends, Jess and Kendra.
1: Nice, nice. Okay, a celebrity you look up to?
0: Oh, um, Ashton Kutcher.
1: Ah, nice. A song you can dance to all the time?
0: Mm, September.
1: Nice. All right, this part is called this or that. I'm going to give you two options and you pick one. Okay, cool. Romantic movies or action movies?
0: Romantic.
1: Chinese movie, Chinese food or Italian food?
0: <laughs> Italian.
1: Foot flops or sneakers?
0: Sneakers.
1: Money or fame? Money. Interesting. Uh, Instagram or Snapchat? Instagram. Soda or juice?
0: Soda. Wait, no juice.
1: USA or Canada?
0: (laughs) Skip. (laughs) Both.
1: College or high school? College. Writing or reading?
0: Mm, Reading.
1: Donuts or muffins?
0: Donuts.
1: Phone call or text? Phone call. Cake or pie? burgers or tacos tacos all righty nice job um yeah it's it's you know again it was just a, a round to kind of you know rake the ice and think about stuff um but okay so let's talk about your freshman year of college how did you feel stepping into a new environment and getting used to the new changes
0: Um, It was obviously very daunting at first, but something that like comforted me was that everyone around me was in the same boat as me. Mm -hmm. At first I was very nervous because I, the day I moved into college was actually the day I moved to Canada. So it was just a lot happening at once. I didn't even get like time to process the move. And the next thing you know, I'm like moving all my stuff in, into my dorm. And then, Mm -hmm. then it hit me that like, you know what, there are people who are just as new as like the whole college thing as I am. And that's what kind of helped me adjust to because we were all just, you know, going through it together, so yeah.
1: What were some of the first lessons you had to learn on your own when you got to college, and I guess to the oh, country?
0: Yeah, there were so many, oh my gosh. Okay, one of the first ones was to just stop comparing myself to, like, other people around me, and because I feel like when you go into college, you have, like, this um, pressure on yourself that you need to, you know, you need to become better than the person who you were in high school and that since you're in like you're more grown now you set harsher expectations for yourself too and I was just kind of feeling that I wasn't exactly living up to them because I don't know I college is like a whole new ball game and then I was judging myself from who I was in high school because I thought to myself I was like wow in high school I juggled so many extracurriculars I played a varsity sport I had good grades and now in college what am I doing all I'm doing is just you know like going to school, going to classes, that's it. But then I started realizing that it it gets harder as like you grow up in high school. We didn't exactly have like the same responsibilities and like the same type of like mental stress that we have now. And Mm -hmm. plus in high school, I was surrounded by like, you know, like a very, very, very strong support system. And now like in college, I was like miles away from them. I was starting completely from scratch. So I guess one of those lessons was for me to just you know take it as it is and be gentler on myself because there is no you there's no point in like comparing like ourselves with either from people with our past or like people around us because no one really knows what your circumstances are you know and I guess that's mm-hmm. an important lesson for everyone to learn at one point so yeah
1: definitely yeah it's like everyone especially in college everyone's like juggling 10 different problems that they never thought of um, in, in high school so definitely that's great uh, what did a typical college day look like? I know you you guys have, um, you know, like different semesters and I know your days are different, but like how would a typical average day look like in the life of Disha?
0: Um, so as like second year, we um, the campus for my program is actually in an- another city called Stratford. So even though I would have like lived in Waterloo, I would have to commute. So a typical day would have looked like me waking up in the morning and then getting a ride from our friends. And we would go 40 minutes out into like the city of Stratford and we would spend most of our day there. And the campus, it's not exactly like in Stratford, it's just a really, really nice building. And then they have like project rooms you can work in. They have like a whole media equipment lab. It's honestly like every like designer stream, I guess, because you can, I don't know, as soon as like you walk in, you just see like the creativity like buzzing around everywhere. Like at one point um, they had like a little, Uh, a screen like a tv um they they have like this big like panel like a vertical tv on at at the top of like the building and then like you know those memes that are called like the graphic design is my passion meme (laughs) like people (laughs) like all the students just like submitted their own and like that's like the environment that I would be spending most of my time in and then after my classes were done I would um, commute back and then I would just group study with my friends and that's something like group studying is very important to me because that's how I got through first year because I think the only time I spent away from my friends in first year was like when I was sleeping because we were either always studying together or like hanging out so yeah like a typical day without like the pandemic would just be me surrounded by a lot of people getting work done yeah so the complete opposite of what I am doing right now
1: of course are you guys online right now or in still oh in yeah
0: everything's online even like fall is online and winter is online so like the whole second year it's just online
1: oh wow okay okay yeah Yeah. um before covid how would you describe the social scene at Waterloo? i know you mentioned it a little bit right now but kind of dwell on it a little bit
0: um okay so first it's nothing compared to like the universities in the states that's what i want to say and i -hmm. had no idea that it was like this because in the states you know how we especially at Rutgers there's like a big big party culture like in Waterloo it's not as like pervasive here um Mm -hmm. like that's something I had no idea walking in and then my friends told me and I was like wow and it took me like a little while to get used to but Mm -hmm. it's um like Waterloo is actually like one of the most like study oriented like academic oriented universities in Canada so it doesn't exactly um equate to much fun in the social scene but at the (sighs) same time it does it does keep you grounded a lot and like everyone everyone is like really competitive here too and like in a way that is good because me and my friends like we have like we spend time together doing like wholesome things you know and like our Mm -hmm. social scene it's more there's more of like a genuine bond here like the people I met in first year are honestly some of the best people I've ever met in my entire life Mm -hmm. and I don't think that would like be the case of like the social scene at Waterloo was like the same as, as like Rutgers, for instance, you know, because I guess when you take away all of the distractions of a busy social scene, you get to see who like what you really value and like who you want to surround yourself with, you know.
1: Definitely, that's, that's great. I, I like the last part, um, taking away everything and then realizing who you are individually, and what you really want. Um, what about like clubs and you know, activities? How involved were you in your first year?
0: In my first year, I wasn't really um, super involved because I was just kind of getting like a lay of the land. I wanted to, you know, process like the whole move and stuff because that was something that was like really hard on me. So I didn't want to like push myself too much. But then in on, in the start of the second semester, I volunteered to be like a literacy tutor, and basically I would go like every every week I would go to like a um, city called Kitchener, and then I would just volunteer with like a local YMCA family group. And I would teach immigrant children and like um, their families English. And it was very fun for me. And I really enjoyed it too. There's like this one um, mom that I met. She, oh my gosh. I, I got like, honestly, I get kind of emotional thinking of her because she was just so sweet. She had like the cutest three little kids ever. And then she, but the thing is she was handling like, you know, her responsib- responsibility as a mother. And she was like taking them to the center. But at the same time, like she, and, like, she carried around, like, this little, um, like, Korean to English, like, uh, dictionary. And then mm-hmm. every single, like, week, we would, like, go over it. And it just amazed me so much because this, like, woman, she didn't know how to tell the temperature in English. She needed help, like, you know, telling the time. But at the same time, like, she just, you know, she was so confident. And she just did everything for her children. And she was still so sweet because I know that if I were in her place, I would just be so scared to, like, live like leave my house you know Mm -hmm. because going out into like a land where you like barely know the language with like you know having like three kids you're so vulnerable right And I guess like teaching her every day like kind of not every day sorry every week it just gave me like a strength too and plus I'm an immigrant myself too like I've immigrated to like two countries but nothing on like I don't have like experiences on like the same like spectrum as she has so that was a very nice experience, even though I only did it for like a couple of months. I feel like that was enough for me to, you know, like for me to feel good about myself. I was very happy that I did that because I I am another thing that I'm passionate about aside from like business and design is education and stuff. And I want mm-hmm. to go in, like I want to see if I can use like my passion for design and business to make a difference in that field because that's something that like education has been very prominent in my family especially on my mom's side because her mom because her mom was a teacher too so I felt like I don't know I just felt very at peace there you know
1: for sure for sure first of all hats off on doing that that's such a great great um activity and um what made you how how did you get into it first in the first place
0: um so me and my friend we were at the club fair and then there was a um there was a boy who was standing with like a friend here college um like he was standing at like a booth And then I was just, and I don't know why, but like ever, even when I was in Edison, I always wanted to do something with like, I don't know, like literacy and stuff. So I was like, wow, like this is perfect for me. And then I signed up and there was like a big like interview process that you had to go through and stuff. But like, honestly, it was so worth it. And I, and I'm really sad because I wanted to like continue this year too, but because of the pandemic, unfortunately we can't. And I, like I miss the kids like there was this one girl who I tutored like my very first day there and then she wrote me a card and she said I heart you and like it was the cutest (sighs) thing ever and like the person that she drew like she even drew my scar on like you know Uh, like the thingy's face it was so cute
1: (laughs) that's great that's great um talking about COVID how did COVID affect your academics and even your summer plans and I guess your current plans?
0: oh gosh it I can't even like imagine what my life would be without COVID right now but it impacted it in a very dramatic way like first of all in terms of like the summer I was supposed to see all of like all everyone from back home like from Edison they were I know they were planning like a road trip to come up here Mm -hmm. and obviously that got canceled because of like the borders closing and stuff and I wasn't like really expecting that because the whole school year I was Looking forward to seeing my friends because that's what kept me going. Because I was like, "Oh yeah, in the summer I'm finally gonna see everyone, and it's all gonna like everything's gonna be good again." But right. unfortunately, they couldn't make it. And then I also wanted to like explore the city more, like Toronto and stuff. Right. But you know, things are not the same anymore because even though like there's little shops that are open, it's just not the same as it would would have been before. So I didn't really have much motivation to like leave the house. And I wanted to stay safe too, obviously. And then as per academics, it's just been really hard because the second semester, like second year for us is entirely online and it just makes it very difficult to focus. And because I'm on my screen like so many hours a day because I work with um, like, you know, a lot of software. So there's no like out, there's no way out from it. So I guess that's just, it's easier for everyone to like fall into like a burnout and a lack of motivation, and I guess I just need to be like more gentler on myself because my grades um are not as good as they used to be before. But I guess that is okay because we do live in like unprecedented times. But yeah, it's just not that great.
1: Definitely, definitely, yeah, yes. Covid definitely, definitely brought social changes like crazy, and and yeah, I've gone to a couple of stores, and it's definitely not the same feeling as it was before. What? Okay um like how did you build yourself through COVID I know like obviously COVID gave many of us um I guess I wouldn't say more time but time to build ourselves in different ways like for example I hated podcasts I would barely listen to podcasts (laughs) and you know I and like one day I started listening and I just you know I was super impressed and I wanted to do one and you know I've heard like I have a friend who he learned like two languages during COVID now two yeah like he can't speak it fluently but he can have like a two three minute conversation yeah. and Still like
0: though.
1: and and you know I've heard many other people you know one guy started a YouTube channel um but like how did you build yourself or how did you like what changes did you see in your life
0: um I definitely became more um in tune with myself I guess because mm-hmm. like last year like oh my, when I was in Edison, there wouldn't be a, oh my gosh, there wouldn't be a single day when I where I would be in the house, mm-hmm. because I would always be going out, I would always be seeing people, and, like, even in first year, like, I, I mentioned this before, I was always surrounded by people, and it was very, like, weird for me to just be at home with myself, like, even my family was, like, they were so weirded out, because they had never seen me so much before, they're, like, they finally started figuring figuring out what my personality was because that's just who I've always been. I like doing things. I like going places. I'm very extroverted, but mm-hmm. I guess with COVID, I became. Um, I started to like learn my, learn about myself more. Um, I guess I don't know how to describe. It. Well, I did become more spiritual too. I like mm-hmm. meditate like very, like a lot, too much. Honestly, on like a daily basis. And I guess, I don't know, I just kind of enjoyed like being in my own head. I, I don't necessarily know like if I like built myself up and like I don't know how to answer that, but I do know that like I got to know myself a little bit better and that will help me a lot in the future too. And yeah, oh, I also use like quarantine to like volunteer with like organizations and stuff and I ended up designing a lot on the side as well. So I guess I did build my skills up.
1: That's, that's the perfect answer right there. I think I still have to like understand like spiritual, like knowledge and everything. So the fact that, I you're, got doing you.
0: that
1: <laughs> you're doing that is is great. Um, And, and speaking about spiritual, um, this is a little off topic, but how's the palm reading going?
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, it's great. Oh, doing. There were so many people that like whose palms I was reading. And it was crazy because even though like, some people I only like read their palms and like we never like spoke again at the same time when we see each other it's kind of like we know each other on like a very different level because that's just something that you don't do ordinarily you know what I mean Mm, and like the more I did it like I guess I don't want to say that the stronger it caught but it's it's more like it's easier for me to see like things right away because at first I would have to like read through and then things would slowly pop up to me but right now like I don't know the speed of it like really changes so like palm reading is going great I even did like a few online sessions which are very funny because I was doing I had like a picture of their palms up and then I was screen sharing and then I was showing like my cur- like the lines with my cursor and it was just very like unnatural but at the same time it's accurate and it still worked so yeah that's going great thank you for asking
1: Great, great thing, Um, and super, super interesting. So, really glad that you're doing well with that. Um, How, how does, how did soccer help you? Um, You were, you played, I think, like for your whole life or something. Um, Even in high school, like you'd be there every, every pep rally. Would, would always hear your name. Um, So, how, how did soccer build you or help you? It doesn't have to build you, but like, how did it affect you, basically?
0: My gosh, there isn't like, I don't think there's anything in my life that has been more impactful than soccer. Mm -hmm. Um, First, it like, like anyone who sees me knows that I'm very, very small. So (laughs) like playing (laughs) soccer and like playing the position of a left back, it taught me that like, it really doesn't matter. And it's not even just about appearances and stuff. But like, if you have the ability to like, believe in yourself, and you're confident in your own abilities, like you literally can do anything and I guess that's what it taught me like most because there are times when I like doubt myself because there are times when I'm scared that oh like people are gonna like underestimate me but at the same time it's just that why does it matter what they think you know and that's what I really like that's something that I've like absorbed from soccer because like when you're on the field you're on your own like yes you are part of the team like that team depends on you but like at the same time you are in your own shell like whatever you do, it's, like, your decision, your own move, and that's something that I, would, like, carried with me, because as long as I, like, do my part right, like, there's nothing that can, you know, touch me, and then another thing that soccer helped me was, obviously, um, with my injury, like, oh, like, you remember that, right, mm-hmm. I don't think you can forget, because it was very traumatizing, for sure, but, yes. um, like, that injury, I don't think I would be the same person right now, if it weren't for it, because, like, I don't know. I guess that is like this day, one of like the most, um, I guess, I don't know, like the most defining days in my life. Mm -hmm. Because without that injury, I wouldn't know what it feels like to, you know, kind of just like be grateful for everything. And I, at first I was very upset because I used to like love, I still do love soccer a lot. And then I found myself initially, I found myself like blaming the sport. I was like, wow, like how cruel is it that I love this game so much? And then yet this happens to me. But then at the same time, I saw it as like a gift because it taught me that like you you really can't take anything for granted, you know, mm-hmm. like even like with my injury, as bad as it like was, I still like I didn't feel the effects as much as I like should have. Like, I don't know what happened that day, but even like when we went into the er Mm -hmm. the doctor like the doctors they didn't even do like a cat scan on me or anything because i was like functioning fine even though there was like a gaping hole in my head so it was just very like bizarre but at the same time it taught me that you know what like you need to be grateful for like every single thing and then even if like life throws insane curveballs at you it's it's up to you whether like you're gonna accept it and you're gonna like learn from it or whether you're gonna wallow it from like wallow in it So I guess soccer has just taught me to, you know, always like react positively and that it's okay if um, I'm not in control of the situations. Because like in a game, you really can't control like what people are doing around you, right? Mm -hmm. You can only control. And I guess that's kind of been like a theme in my life constantly because I couldn't control the fact that like our circumstances got to a point where we like, you know, moved to Canada, but I could control how I reacted to it, whether I accepted it, like if I like embraced it, or whether I was just totally, totally adverse, aversive to it. But fortunately, like I learned to accept it even though it was a gradual process. And like, I can honestly only thank soccer for that.
1: Great answer, that's amazing. Yeah, definitely like whenever we we think about the moments that affected us and impacted us, it's, it's a little like scary sometimes just replaying that moment in your head. Um, yeah. And then you know, like looking at how it built, like, like affected us so greatly and positively, um, and that's that's great. Thanks, thanks for sharing. Um, how did high school prepare you? What classes at EHS gave you a boost or an edge?
0: Um, definitely all of, honestly, like all of my classes. Like, there's not a single class where I can like single out and be like, oh, this one helped me the most. But um, like an example I can think of right now is econ. Um, since we took it our senior year and since it was so fresh in our minds that I was able to like do really well in that class and I don't know I feel like um, in high school like all of like the classes and all of the teachers they were really good at like helping us guide through our work ethic and stuff so even if it was like I don't know even if it was like math class or like AP Lang, Comp or whatever all of them kind of helped me just you know get my stuff together and that's something that like, you know, I don't know, you just can't take away, even though even if I don't like necessarily remember like the content, I remember how I like prepared for it. And then all of like, you know, the study skills that came from them.
1: Great answer. That's, that's amazing. What do you think uh, would have helped you in college life if you learned it in high school?
0: Oh, definitely like design applications. If I knew my way around, you know, Adobe Illustrator and Photoshop that would have helped me like a great great deal because my program it's very design heavy and I was uh, like in January I was that was like the first time I had to use Photoshop and Illustrator and stuff and I didn't even know my way around it like all my friends were like this is a brush tool this is a pen tool. because <laughs> I was just so new to it and like that's really bad considering I'm walking into a design program I signed up for this and then but thankfully, like I got my edge in it. I pr- practiced and practiced and practiced, and I got to a point where like people find it hard to believe that like I haven't even been using these applications for a year. But like, if I had taken like design classes and more um, creative c- classes in high school rather mm-hmm. than just business classes, I feel like that would have given me an advantage too.
1: That's great. That's great. What made you choose this uh, this program, this major that you're doing?
0: Um honestly it was my mom who told me about it like she told me told me about this program years ago she was like this is perfect for you it combines art and it combines business cuz she always knew that i had a creative side and honestly i think she knew about my creative side sooner than i did because i never really thought that i was Mm-hmm. So then, I like I liked this program because of I thought it was going to be you know business heavy and like you know how I used to be really passionate about like marketing and stuff like that because that's all, all right. I used to like think of, and then mm-hmm. walking into this program, I realized that there's a lot of um, emphasis on design too, and like that's what, but like at the same time, like I fell in, fell more in love with the program as I like you know went throughout it than like I had known before because I didn't really know just how in depth it got. But then, like, right now, I am absolutely, like, in love with design. And then that's all I, like, think about. Like, I listen to design podcasts. I, like, read design books. It's just so interesting because there's so much, like, little, like, there's so much meaning, like, given to, like, every little thing. And it's not just, like, graphic design. There's, like, all sorts of design out there. There's, like, you know what I mean? So I guess, like, I didn't really know what I was in store for. But, like, I'm very happy with the choice that I made.
1: That's great. That's great. Amazing. Um, what is it that you look forward to in life? Again, it's it's a deep question, but
0: yeah. Um, yeah. honestly, like everything, I feel like having one big thing to look forward to is honestly dangerous because you don't even know if you're gonna get that like big thing. That's why I like to look forward to like little things. Like right now, I'm looking forward to like, the cup of coffee I'm gonna have later and then i'm going to i'm looking forward to like you know the face mask i'm going to put on i feel like it it helps more in life if you have like little things to look forward to so that you don't there's not much like a lot of pressure on that one big thing you know i don't know if this makes sense to you but that's how i see it as
1: it it totally makes sense and and yeah it's it's important to look at the small things rather than looking at the big picture um and you know looking forward to like Definitely when you said, like, oh, what coffee I'm going to drink and stuff like that, that's, like, on my mind, like, 24-7. So I definitely, definitely get, that. Um, like, what am I going to eat for breakfast? What am I going to eat for lunch? And then, you know, like, what am I going to do today, tomorrow, instead of thinking about, you know, what am I going to do a year from now? Um, especially with society, like, society is so messed up in a way that, like, mm-hmm. they kind of, like, teach us to look forward always in a really big amount, like, look forward way far in the future rather than you know seizing the day
0: no exactly Uh, like i feel like we right now have like a pressure to you know just um like to chase happiness and i feel like that is so toxic because like we're just convincing ourselves that oh like happiness is only like attainable if i deserve it or if i work hard for mm -hmm. it when that should not be the case at all you know exactly yeah
1: it's it's an organic thing that should happen and like yeah, I definitely get the the toxic part. Um, if if you were to go back in time and talk to your freshman self in high school, what would you say?
0: Okay, first, I would tell her to stop. being so embarrassing. And second, <laughs> oh my gosh, she was the worst. I don't even want to think of her. But no, I would just tell her to, you know, like keep your head up. Um, don't try to be someone that you are not because that's something like I learned way later on. Um, and because like you know in high school like when we're just starting out we're we're trying to convince ourselves like oh who are we gonna be and we're trying to like build like build better versions of ourselves except mm-hmm. I kept forcing that version and I just I don't know like oh I just remember just being so confused about everything so I just I would just tell her to you know like take it easy do whatever you like don't I don't even know there's just so much I would tell her she's stupid <laughs> But yeah. Most importantly, I would tell her to be kind on herself and just stay true to herself. Yeah.
1: That's 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 nice advice. But you were you're a great you're a great sorry you're a great person. I mean, uh, high school Disha, well, you know, it, I'm sure it wasn't that bad. But um, what about freshman self in college?
0: Um, I guess like the same um advice of like be gentle on yourself mm-hmm. and then. I don't know I feel like freshman year me like I so like I said before the social scene at Waterloo is very different from the one it's from the one in the states right Right. so I would like see everyone's like Snapchats from um like a week and like all the parties they would go to and I would be like wow like that kind of hurts because I should be there too and like I guess I would just tell her that it's okay that like we're not in the same circumstances but that doesn't mean that like you're having less fun just because like you're um, because I guess I would just like tell her that there are different versions of happiness and there's like different ways to get them and just because you found one way to happiness does not mean that like your way is like any less valuable you know
1: that's great no totally totally um, yeah no I, I definitely get what you're saying and yeah happiness again like like we were talking about it, it comes organically and yeah it's not like oh like they're having more fun or I'm having more fun so Great, great advice. What about any suggestions you have to like high schoolers and incoming or even current college students?
0: Um, so I don't like, I could spit like advice about, you know, like careers and stuff and like getting involved. But like, honestly, I just, like the thing I just want to stress is that it looks scary. Like it looks really scary from the outside when you see like people your age, like, you know, doing so many things and stuff. But that doesn't mean that you're any less valuable, you should not put stress on yourself to like, excel or like surpass others like you need to like the whole thing with like stop comparing yourself with others, you have like your own merits, you have your own logic. And you have like ways to like, you know, harness it. And then because like, you know, like, something that i used to like struggle with a lot is like looking at like people's like linkedins and it's like wow like they've done so much oh, yeah. like, i haven't done anything and that's like i'm sure like you like you face the same thing i feel like every person in our age group is right now like wow like oh god yeah. like you know what i mean
1: definitely it's like all those updates of like oh congratulate this person on a new job or something
0: yeah and like at first i um that's something that like i struggled with and then i worked very hard to like get um to like build my portfolio up and like land something but even when I did I was I was still not happy because I still found myself like comparing to other people mm-hmm. so that's like the thing of it like even if you think like achieving something is gonna make, like you need to like constantly like believe in yourself because like I said before I'm talking about like happiness a lot that I feel like in a time of like the pandemic that needs to be like a recurrent issue that needs to be something to talk up to be talked about but like You're not going to get happy if you like get the one thing that you like really, really want. Like Mm -hmm. happiness is like a constant state of, you know, um, like of you working for it. you convincing yourself that you deserve to be happy. Your achievements are not like, I don't know how to describe this. Like happiness is not something that you should like have to work for, you know? And like, Mm -hmm. especially, and like Edison, it was so competitive like you're like with STEM and stuff like I just remember like being surrounded by people who were just constantly pushing themselves Mm -hmm. who were always wanting to like you know be the best they could be and that's honestly so amazing but at the same time I feel like in our town like in our school it was so easy to get like burnt out and then like
1: yeah
0: and to like lose sight of ourselves and that's like the one thing like it's never worth it for you to like bring yourself down just because of academics it's there's so many like more things in life to like look forward to and like i'm not saying that you should like drop the ball on your academics or like you shouldn't care at all but at the same time you shouldn't let that be like the only reason why you give value to your life
1: that's that's totally totally true yeah it's 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 something that's so important to address yeah it's like school at the end of the day, it also, it, yes, it matters, school matters, but like, it also matters who you are individually, because I remember when I came into Rutgers, I met 10 people, I kid you not, 10 people who had the same GPA, high school GPA, and same SAT score, and what stood out between us, it was our activities, it was the things that we did on our own, like our um, passion that we uh, chased, that defined us. Um, and, and you're definitely right on the on the idea of taking time off from school and kind of doing stuff that, that makes you happy and that fulfills you. Um, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Disha. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate um, your time and, and sharing such great insights and advice. Um, and yeah, this is Disha Kanekar, everyone.
0: Thank you for having me. Aww. <laughs>
1: With that, everyone, please uh, stay strong, stay safe, stay hungry, stay a little foolish, but most importantly, stay happy.
0: Oh, I love that.